What opportunities got you to this point? And what opportunities await you in the near future that you can take advantage of? We're going to talk about the importance of this next. Hello and welcome to the Musician Toolkit, episode number 43. My name is David Lane and it is great to be with you once again. All right, famous last words for those longtime listeners of this podcast whenever I say this is going to be a short episode, but I'm confident this time. This is going to be one of the shortest episodes that I've done. It's just a brief mini episode. I wanted to get something out this week and I had something else completely different planned. But this was just a powerful thought, and I, and I didn't think it needed a lot of elaboration, and I didn't want to combine it with some other topic. I wanted to give you just this one nugget for this week, and it's something that I've decided to call the Opportunity Chain. So this episode is inspired by a Facebook memory. Ten years ago, from the day that I'm recording this, a local community theater opened with the regional amateur premiere of Les Miserables, or Les Mis for short. iMusic directed that show, and it had profound influence on my life from that day forward. It was a smash hit, and up until that time, I had only ever music directed anything for that specific theater. That production was so successful and widely seen by other artistic directors in the area that it became a calling card for many years. All I had to do was just say that, yes, iMusic directed that show. And it was as good as any resume that I could have done for the jobs that I was seeking in this area as an amateur theater music director. But as I thought about it, that event is really at the center of a chain of opportunities. I've had things happen recently that are due to that show from 10 years ago. But that show happened because of other opportunities that I received before then and had accepted leading up to it. In fact, I, I can trace it all the way back to my earliest memories. Here's the thing. You don't know where your life is headed and you can't be sure exactly how you're going to have success. But the more opportunities you seek and the more opportunities you accept, the more of a chain you'll forge. And when you start thinking that nothing matters, you simply trace the opportunity chain backwards to see how you got to this point. And then you can go from that earliest memory forward to see all the steps that got you to now. It's an easy exercise I'm going to tell you how to do. And then I'm going to give you two examples that each connect to a common point in my chain. So, I want you to think about one success in your life. Something recent is preferable. It doesn't matter how, how big or small the rest of the world perceives it to be, but it's something that you simply identify it as, as something that you consider to be a success. Then I want you to start a chain of sentences. And by the way, I do think this exercise would be best if you wrote it down. So each sentence begins with these four words. This happened because I... Dot, dot, dot. 
Be sure to include all four of those words. Not just this happened because, but this happened because I. I know some philosophies and religious teachings, certain ones encourage you to shun the idea that anything good that happens to you is because of something you did. But even if you adhere to that, I would challenge you to give yourself some credit for accepting the gift of a good opportunity because it's easy to ignore good opportunities. Now, when you do this, your first sentence should only go back to the thing that most directly led to the success that you're starting with, your recent success. I can say I'm a piano teacher because I started taking lessons when I'm five. That's not the point. (laughs) And again, I'm going to give you a good example in just a moment, but just start with that first sentence. This happened because did something happen two or three months ago? Did something happen six months ago? Did something happen a year ago? Something that you were offered or you sought and you accepted, you did something, you said something, and it led you to this point. And then I want you to think about that. That happened because I did what? Said what? Said yes to what? And keep going backwards with as much detail as you can until you reach a stopping point. And then reverse that chain by going back to that earliest event and now saying, because I did this, and actually when I did this exercise, I just started that very first sentence with, because I did this, it led to this, to this, to this, to this, until you land on the most recent success. So let me give you example number one for me. Last month, I music directed the first reading of a new musical that I had arranged at a historic Summerstock Theater in upstate New York. This happened because I said yes to arranging the musical. And I said yes to music directing it. And that happened because I had built up a relationship with the writers, the same writers, on three previous musicals. Most recently having arranged and orchestrated a new children's musical called The Velveteen Rabbit, which which premiered in Atlanta earlier this year. And that happened because the writers trusted me from the two previous projects I had worked with them on previously, including a short movie musical, a short film musical called Gretel and Hansel back in 2018. And that happened because I scored the instrumental music and arranged the songs for Gretel and Hansel. And it was because of a musical that I did with the writers called The Collins Boy at an arts academy in Atlanta in the summer of 2017, where the director of the film that I was to score was currently working as the videographer. Well, that happened because I had arranged the songs well enough for The Collins Boy to become the official arranger and music director when we did a cast demo in New York City and in Pennsylvania earlier that year, 2017. Well, that happened because I had agreed to arrange the accompaniment for this show after having transcribed the vocals and added some harmony for a 2016 reading in New York. And this happened because I was asked if I would be interested in this project 
that would pay for my travel for what was to be my first trip to New York City. And I said, yes. Okay, now pause. (laughs) There are two events that led to this opportunity, and I'm going to trace them back each to a common point. So currently, I'm talking about I got asked to enter this first project with these writers called The Collins Boy. Okay, so I'm going to take it from here. The first thing that led to this opportunity was because one of the writers happened to be working outside of his normal area, working with a school system with a local director named Justin, who offered my name and email when he just happened to be asked by this writer if he knew anybody who would be interested in arranging a new musical, anybody who knew how to do that. And Justin offered my name. He offered my email. Now that happened because I worked with Justin in a 2015 production of Oklahoma and two musical reviews, which is just kind of like a, kind of like a medley. It's not from a musical. It's just like song from one show, song from another show. We did two of those that he put together in 2014. Now talking about Oklahoma, that happened because Justin was hired as the director and he requested me as music director. And this happened because I gained a reputation as an excellent music director because, here we go, of a production of Les Miserables in 2013. And that opportunity happened because I saw the announcement for the show earlier that year when they first announced it and I jumped on the opportunity to request to music direct it before anybody else did in this area and the director said yes. Now, he said, yes, this happened because I had worked with the director and this theater successfully on five productions within the past 12 months. Now, regarding the first of those projects, that happened because I asked the director if there might be some work during the summer of 2011, and he had two shows that needed a music director. I accepted, and I did a good job. Now, all of that happened because I had done a show in 2009 that was my first show ever. And and it was a problematic musical, but I did a good job and I enjoyed this new experience. But time went by and it was assumed that I didn't enjoy the experience by others. Uh, Long story short. But uh, it was just, that was an assumption. I was not called. So I had to make the call. Now, about that first musical, that happened because I knew someone named Jack who was unable to play that show, and he called me and offered it to me. And I was reluctant to do the show because I knew nothing about musical theater. And uh, the score was very difficult, but with a little bit of pressure, a little bit of reluctance, I said yes, agreeing to learn as I go. Now, that connection with Jack... That happened because I worked with a flutist in a chamber orchestra where I sometimes played French horn as a sub to the regular player. And that happened because, and that happened because I was offered the opportunity to sub for this orchestra and I accepted. That opportunity happened because I was playing French horn every now and then. I'd I'd played it, I'd kept it up since college. And this happened because 
I started playing the horn in middle school and I kept it up through high school, through college, uh, when I had to choose an instrument other than piano to be able to play in band because I wanted to do band instead of chorus. And I had to choose one or the other. I had been leaning towards trumpet, but I was nudged toward French horn. Now, why was I nudged towards, towards the French horn? This happened because I had an older brother who was known by the same band director to have a great ear. And the director was told by my mom that I had a similar ear. And, maybe, and, uh, and based on that, the director thought that maybe I could handle the French horn, which requires a good ear. If you want to know why, check out the episode on the Overtone series here on the Musician Toolkit. So why did I have a good ear? <laughs> this happened because I had six solid years of piano and music theory education. And that happened because I used to hang around my older brother from the time I was in diapers and I learned to play by ear. And my mom knew that I needed lessons and pushing in my development. And there we go. That's my earliest memories. But wait, back to the very first show, the very first show that I did for musical theater and back in 2009. That also happened because I lived in this area. And that happened because I wanted to be a film composer and I had enrolled in the, in the University of North Carolina School of the Arts. And that happened because I auditioned and I was accepted into their film music composition program for a two-year degree. And this happened because I had created an impressive composition portfolio in college, in my undergrad years. And that happened because I went to a college because I was, in, I was majoring in composition and I was offered a scholarship to go there. I was there because I wanted to be a film composer. And this happened because I was accepted as a composition major. And that happened because I had written three ambitious pieces in high school, two for piano, one for concert band. And that first piece happened because of a couple of things. One, I fell in love with film music. And uh, two, I started composing music. And that first piece happened because I was making up some music, improvising music, at the piano when I was feeling sad about a recent heartbreak and my mom heard what I was playing and she loved it. And, um, the next day she brought me some manuscript paper that she had bought from a local music store. And she said, you must write this down. <laughs> and I did. And that piece that I made up that happened because I had been making up my own music for most of my musical life. And this happened because I used to hang around my older brother from the time I was in diapers and learned to play by ear. And my mom knew that I needed lessons and pushing in my development. So hold on, let's go back to the Collins boy real quick. That also happened because I had posted a video on YouTube, on my channel of myself doing a piano improvisation live in concert based on a few prompts from the audience. And the writers found it, watched it, and they were impressed. That video happened because I had the foresight to record it while it was happening, while I played it. And, I, and then I put it online. That concert happened because I planned it and I did it. And this happened because of all the things I've mentioned that already led to my interest in piano, improvisation, composition, and living in this area. Now, we can reverse this more succinctly in the following manner. And I'll try not to leave any, in, anything important out, but I'm going to go quick. 
Because I hung out with my older brother as he practiced the piano and picked up some things by ear, I got the encouragement and opportunity for piano lessons, which led to the opportunity to play French horn for middle school, high school, college, and beyond. The interest in creating my own music led to the encouragement to write my music down, which led to successful performances, which led to being accepted as a composition major in college. What I learned in college led me to grad school, which allowed me to move to my current area. Playing the horn led to a connection, which led to another connection, which led to the opportunity of theater. My skills allowed me to do theater music directing well, which led to working with other artistic directors. And one of those directors gave my name to someone who was looking for an arranger. And my posting of a YouTube video validated the director's recommendation. And I was asked to be the music director of the Collins Boy. I accepted that to build a relationship through that and two other projects, which led to the most recent successful project. Now, if I really wanted to bore you, I could get into much more detail than that, but this should illuminate my point. Opportunities exist on a long chain. We don't know what's next or even how the chain really looks until we take time to examine it. Those opportunities happen because of the work you put in. Those opportunities happen because of the people you meet. And those opportunities happen because you share your work where others can find it. So go put in the work, go meet some people and go share your work where people can find it. What opportunities led you to this point? What are you doing today to improve your odds of getting another opportunity soon? If you found value of this episode, I would appreciate if you would share it with somebody either on social media or just text them, but would love for this show to be discovered by as many musicians and music students as possible. Again, that's going to wrap up today's episode. It's a short one. Do check out Fonz if you have a music studio of any kind. There's a free trial. It's going to help you so much with your time that you're spending with admin. You can follow me on the podcast at David M. Lane Music on Facebook and at David Lane Music on TikTok or Instagram. And of course, on YouTube at David Lane Music One. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll be back with you again next week.